Hi, I'm Dr. Jeff McCombs, and thank you for joining me today for Candida Diet Tips, Recipes, and Insights for Greater Health and Vitality in Your Life. This is episode number 29, and today's episode is on candida and cancer. If you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, we talked about curing the incurables in episode 27 and Alzheimer's disease and candida in episode 28, which in the U.S. at least is still an incurable disease by today's medical standards. And along these lines, we now look at candida and cancer. Cancer is another condition which is treatable in some people and maybe not so effectively treatable, but for the most part, it's still an untreatable condition for most people using modern medicine. So it kind of comes in under that heading of um, curing the incurables in many ways. Now, cancer is a condition that involves our body's own cells. Our body cells mutate due to a combination of effects uh, from inflammation, toxins, genetics, infections, immune system dysregulation, and an overall state of imbalance throughout the body. Cancer can grow uh, isolated in one tissue or organ, or it can spread throughout the body, as it often does, and that is called metastasis or metastatic cancers. Uh, last year, there were almost 20 million new cases of cancer in the United States and 10 million deaths. As with Alzheimer's and other diseases, the incidence and mortality rate around cancers is growing rapidly. In fact, most serious conditions and diseases in the U.S. are continuing to grow unchecked by modern uh, medical approaches. But most common medical therapies never really stop to consider the possibility of other causes or the role that something like fungal candida can play in cancers. Yet there are hundreds of research papers linking candida and cancer stored in PubMed, the National Library of Medicine's online database. Uh, and that goes back, uh, boy, back to the 50s, 40s, 1950s, 40s, quite a long ways. Where uh, cancer is concerned, studies have shown that fungal candida can promote cancers by driving inflammatory cytokines, and those are the uh, molecules, the proteins, which uh, drive inflammatory responses in the body, as well as enzymes associated with cancers. So driving inflammatory cytokines and enzymes associated with cancer via multiple pathways. Uh, candida can also promote cancer by driving abnormal tissue changes that then mutate further into cancers. And also by driving cancer genes via production of substances by candida cells, candida lysin, acetaldehyde, and other uh, toxins excreted by candida. Uh, it's also known to drive increased expression of genes involved in metastasis of cancers. So uh, the cancer may develop for another reason, and candida will play a role in um, helping that cancer to spread throughout the body. It can also cause hyperactivation of immune system responses, leading to the destruction of cells and tissues and altering cellular DNA, which is where we get a lot of the cancers from. A 2022 study, 2022 study showed that in stomach cancers, high rates of candida 
were linked to the expression of pro-inflammatory immune pathways, while in colon cancers, candida was predictive of metastatic disease. So just what we were mentioning um, in the different ways that candida drives or participates in the development of cancers. And across multiple GI sites, gastrointestinal sites, several candida species were enriched in tumor samples and tumor-associated candida DNA was predictive of decreased survival in states of cancer. So when candida is there, it's not good news. Uh, they also went on to state that within the framework of oral cancer, candida albicans has primarily been studied in the context of being an initiator of carcinogenesis. So it begins the development of cancer in the body. Another area that this recent study hinted at, but most studies don't really discuss, is that after the use of antibiotics, candida becomes a major driver of the overall composition of the bacteria in the GI tract in the body. So it determines which bacterial species are going to be making up the overall bacterial flora. This enables it to create an environment that is pro-inflammatory, by influencing the ratios of bacteria in the body. It sort of becomes the architect of the bacterial composition and how the gut is going to function from this point on. And this imbalance in the ratios of bacterial species is known as dysbiosis. And sometimes you'll hear uh, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, is also dysbiosis and it is a condition which is initiated by the use of antibiotics and fungal candida determining which bacteria uh, for the most part are going to be um, inhabiting and colonizing the gut. This is an imbalance that can last decades and predispose someone to cancers and other diseases unless we go in and reset the system, which is what the candida plan is all about. A 2023 study on breast cancer, the most common cancer in women globally, looked at how antibiotics were associated with decreased survival in triple negative breast cancers. This negative response was due to how antibiotics destroy the microbiome. And as I have written and talked about on many occasions, five to seven days of antibiotics can wipe out all the bacteria in the body and it can take six to nine months or more to recover the microbiome, although some species never return thanks to the presence of fungal candida being this architect in there determining who really gets to colonize the gut and the tissues of the body again. Uh, other studies on the failure of cancer treatments have shown that um, fecal microbiota transplant, so we take um, feces and we transplant into uh, one human into another, is sufficient to turn around immunotherapy non-responders into responders. So this is yet another example of how the gut plays such a vital role and how candida can be very problematic. But the microbiome is essential to health in the body. So if we address the imbalances in the microbiome and the presence of fungal candida, we can achieve so much more and save lives. And this is definitely something we have seen with the candida plan in women who had cancers who at the same time were doing chemotherapy and or uh, radiation. Their doctors have always asked them at the end of their treatments uh, 
what else they were doing as they had done so much better than the rest of their patients. And as soon as they mention the candida plant, the doctor dismisses them, doesn't want to hear anything more about it. And this is really a big problem. I mean, if the doctor recognizes that they did so much better than the rest of the patients under his care, yet they have no interest in doing better, no interest in seeing their other patients do as well as these uh, women have done, it means that they just really aren't open, uh, open-minded. They're not following the science or the results, and they're just following opinions and beliefs. And uh, this is a big problem with modern medicine today, and it is unlikely to change anytime soon. The practice of medicine in the U.S. needs to be overhauled, and it needs to be rooted in science. Uh, the U.S. currently is ranked 37th in healthcare by the World Health Organization, and that at least needs to change soon for the sake of patients. So, you know, I would believe the candida plan is often the best place to start as it can have a tremendous impact on the microbiome. That being said, we don't claim that candida causes everything, as there can be uh, many other causes or other things that contribute, and something else might be the main cause, and candida contributes. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why we uh, also do genetic testing, microbiome testing, toxin testing, metabolomic testing. Uh, we try to gather as much information as possible. This is all science-based. It really narrows down what can the, be causing the problems. And these are uh, called multi-omic panels. Uh, we have it listed as meta-omics on our website in the store where you can find out more about these. And these are testing protocols that are the future of medicine. And they provide a large amount of data, as I mentioned. And that is the future that will give us the best results in all uh, areas of healthcare. And um, as I talked about uh, in our podcast number 27, Curing the Incurables, we go a little bit more into the uh, multiomics, metaomics testing protocols. And you can find out more at candidaplan.com. Today's recipe comes from the Everything Candida Diet Book by yours truly, published by Simon & Schuster. This recipe is for tarragon lemon chicken and is found on page 222. The ingredients are a half a cup of olive oil, two tablespoons of finely chopped chives, one tablespoon finely chopped fresh cilantro, one tablespoon lemon juice, one and a half teaspoons of dried tarragon crushed, one quarter teaspoon paprika, one pound of boneless skinless chicken thighs, and one quarter teaspoon of freshly ground pepper. Place the olive oil in a small saucepan over low heat. Add the chives, cilantro, lemon juice, tarragon, and paprika. Season the chicken with pepper and grill it on an uncovered grill at medium-high heat, uh, as it listed here is 375 to 400 degrees Fahrenheit, until tender, approximately 10 minutes. Brushing it often with the olive oil mixture. Or cook it on the stove over medium heat in the olive oil marinade until the chicken is tender and no longer pink in the center. Approximately 12 to 15 minutes. Serve hot or cold. And definitely until it's no longer pink in the center. Um, so that's uh, another easy recipe, which I always appre appreciate the easy recipes. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and learned something new. Be sure to subscribe for more Candida Diet Tips, recipes, and insights. If you have any questions, 
please let us know and we'll try to answer those in one of our upcoming episodes or get back to you personally. You can uh, also email us at support at candidaplan, C-A-N-D-I-D-A-P-L-A-N.com, support at candidaplan.com, or call us at 888-236-7780. You'll find this podcast on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Amazon um, Music, Alexa, Pandora, SoundCloud, we're on Facebook at Dr. McCombs Candida Plan, as well as our YouTube channel, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're everywhere. Thank you again for taking the time to listen in, and have a great day.